Welcome to Ask Mel and Maddie. I'm Mel. And I'm Maddie. And we are the host of this illustration advice podcast where we take our questions from you. We have found that being an illustrator can be quite a lonely experience, always working at our desks and having to figure out a lot of things on our own. So we thought it would be super fun to create a space where you can ask us all kinds of questions, from how to find your style to ways to handle freelance life. And we'll answer them the best we can. We're so excited to have these conversations with you, so make sure you listen every other Monday to Ask Mel and Maddie on the Mimi podcast, on Spotify, or anywhere else you get your podcasts. How are you? I'm doing good. <laughs> this is how it starts. Yes, now. we are. <laughs> I feel like we both have really good jumpers today and we fit the environment really well, so we need to ask people to take pictures of us. Yeah, that's very so true. Look good. <laughs> you know? Yeah. And it's actually nice lighting today. It's a little sunny outside. It is. And I feel like saying that, it's funny because we're gonna get into the questions in a in a minute, but the thing about I was thinking about it yesterday because I, I'm wearing something nice now that I actually got for the workshop I was hosting the other day. I was like, <laughs> oh, I want to look, I want, you know, I want the... You want something half, top up. Yes, yeah, like. that looks good and, and fun and, and nice. And I don't buy clothes a lot. So whenever I do, I like nice, you know, yeah. I want to get something nice. And I was thinking, you know, I spend so much of my time in my huge polka dot, like, bathrobe. Is it a bathrobe? Yeah. No, a chick, no, wait, what is it? Yeah, dressing gown. Yeah, dressing gown. That's yeah. the one. Um, I couldn't remember either. <laughs> and I know because there's this whole thing about freelancers needing to, not necessarily needing to, but actually I want to know what you do. Mm. But some people feel better if they get up in the morning and obviously have breakfast or whatever and then get ready as if they're going to work even yeah. though they work from home. <laughs> and I'm like, I love working in my pages. Like I will get up, have breakfast, and then I don't want to waste that's, time. That's you so know? good to hear. I feel like there's... <laughs> There's a lot of pressure to be like, I'm going to put on make, And I'm like, I would no. never in my world put on makeup if I wasn't leaving the house. And also just generally, I mean, it's harder in the winter, I feel like, to even dress nicely at all because I just want to pile on layers and just be warm. So it's like, yeah, I definitely don't get dressed in a nice way unless I have you know, a cool and then it's, yeah, something bright. Yeah, it's just a colorful top. But yeah. Top. Yeah. And then like, pajamas on the bottom oh for sure that calls you're like okay well what's my face looking like <laughs> I need to look and check um but it's so funny we're talking about it with my partner Mike this morning how he was like oh I'm just going to drop over at nursery in my pjs and I was like you can't do that because your pjs are really obviously pjs it's like you do it all the time I said like, yeah I know but I've got this gigantic coat <laughs> no first they're less yes they're less obvious they're more like loungy clothes and yeah, I just sleep yeah, you yeah. know and but also I've got this gigantic coat so if I put boots on and my coat on and a beanie, you you never know what's underneath. And I'm yes. like, yes, I do it. But I like to stay in my laundry clothes all the time. I want to be comfortable when I'm working. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's funny. Because <laughs> it leads on to the first question really well. Do you want to read that one? Yeah, of course. So, any tips on staying motivated and creative whilst trying to work from home? I find I keep repeating the same cycle of feeling like I have to have the apartment tidied and a load of laundry in the washer before I'm allowed to do anything creative. And that allowed is in little inverted commas. Yes. Uh, but once all that is done, the creative spark is gone. So do we have any tips for Anonymous number one. Yes. Um, what do you think? I want to hear what you think first. Yeah, so I think I definitely, 
understand this, although I think I'm generally quite a chaotic person and can maybe work in more levels of mess than that maybe other people can, although I think it's part of a creative yeah. <laughs> creative mind. That's what my mum used to tell me anyway. Um, oh, that's nice. She said the opposite for me. <laughs> But well, yeah. no, she'd always be on at me of, of cleaning my room, but she was like, oh, but we're all creative, aren't we? So That's lovely. Um, but yeah, I guess the thing that I thought about was that I, before COVID, I would find that like working from home was quite a, um, well, it was quite a novel thing, not necessarily for creatives, but just in general, like less people understood the way of like working from home and keeping motivated during that time. And I would find myself feeling way more guilty about, taking breaks or going to do laundry or going to do like household chores because I was like no I'm working I'm trying to do this nine to five job here but I'm just happened to do it in my house and if you were working in another job where you had to be out the house of course you wouldn't have opportunities to do that stuff it's funny thinking that now because it's like well now that everyone works from home everyone else is more lax about it and just being like oh yeah I'm gonna take the time to do the the chores and stuff but at the time I was like so defiant to do it and now I kind of do a give and take but I don't know if I I don't think everything has to be clear for me to do stuff so I find it hard do you find that you everything has to be clear for you to be working I feel like you're a bit neater than me <laughs> yeah, um it, my mum would laugh at this and I think it's so funny because we're not going to get into astrology because Mike is going to laugh from downstairs and just hear me say astrology and be like you're talking about this again but she is um very tidy has got a lot of Virgo and I'm writing Virgo yeah mm -hmm. And I'm Aries, but like, anyway, again, people are going to like start <laughs> snoring, but um, I'm growing into it. Yeah, but I'm, yeah, ask us questions about astrology. <laughs> I will answer them. Although I don't, you know, I'm learning still so much to it. But basically, yes, I am growing into my Virgoness and my um, tidiness. I think the house is big though. I, for me, it's, it's fine. Like my studio needs to be relatively tidy. And whenever I start work. I will always tidy a little bit before, make sure things are in order. And then, yeah, I do need that to function. Yeah. I can't start working in a messy environment. And, but if the laundry is in the, I mean, the laundry, I get a bit funny because I've realized that if you leave it too long in the thing, it starts stinking. So you don't want to <laughs> wait. Um, but yeah, generally I, I'm very energetic. So I'll, like, let's say I've, I've dropped River Nursery come back and I'm like, oh, the breakfast's all over everywhere. You know, I will clean a bit and then I'll go work. Yeah. But it depends, like, it depends on the days. On days I'll be like, no, I don't have time to do this. And I'm really excited about something. Because she says in her question that by the time she's done all the chores, yeah. she's not motivated anymore. So I guess don't do it then. Like, it doesn't, you know, you can do them later. But, you know, I yeah, think it's like, more important that you feel work inspired. Work with your spark and work yeah, with that kind of... work at the right time. You need to do what what's right for you. But I do think... It's nice to have a tidy work environment. Yeah, and I, you know, if you have I a room. Yeah, I definitely know that I feel better when it is tidy. But I just know for myself, I'm not a tidy person. Mm, yeah, <laughs> and I try and be, and I try. Like I always have this thing where, like, if people are coming around, I want to tidy and stuff. But I know that I, yeah, live in quite a lot of chaos. If it, if it wasn't for like even putting this out here, I'm like, oh no. <laughs> to tell anyone that I'm not yeah. tidy because there is a bit a lot of a of shame in it, isn't yeah there? yeah and it's so funny what you said about having people around like I think for me I get tremendous anxiety if people come unannounced and mm, I'm like oh did I clean the toilet did I clean oh this God, did this and I start freaking out yeah. and I don't know why we do that I'm sure men don't freak out about this <laughs> I mean for sure my butler doesn't um yeah there's definitely anxiety about the tidiness of you know of being and 
something else it's funny i argued with my mom about so she was a freelancer as well now she's an art director in a company so she goes to work mm. every day and she lives on her own um so the house can be clean most of the time because there's no kids around as well you need yeah, to think about that yeah. like what's actually making your house a bit <laughs> messy you know um and i remember she came to visit me in the old house and i always used to struggle to keep all my clothes folded and nice and neat because you try things and put them back anyway yeah, things yeah. get a bit messy you know guys i'm sure everyone <laughs> can relate but also we didn't have enough space and i remember her like being like oh you should keep things tidy blah 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 it's not that hard i'm like no but mom it is and i don't have time to do this and i'd rather mm. focus on other things she's like no but it's easy if you get in the habit blah blah, blah. and i remember really arguing with her but now that we've got a good system to you know drawers in more space i have been keeping i was gonna say so. yeah there's definitely something to having systems, like systems so stuff gets less messy and this isn't really related to that question because we don't know the yeah. she might but, no, I, but she could have systems in place to do things a bit faster or or put them away a little bit yeah. so that she doesn't have to worry about it um but yeah it's it's interesting isn't it yeah i definitely understand that that feeling of um keeping motivated to like do stuff that's entirely related to your illustration practice as well because I find myself especially maybe at the beginning or even if there is like just a lull in in work that you're definitely getting paid you know (laughs) the full Mm. because there's a lot of like self-motivation that takes to just sit at your desk all day and like do that that stuff and I know my boyfriend really like struggles with keeping at desk so he does like little exercises every Mm, (laughs) I see him like in the hallway and he's doing exercises it's like all those little bits but then I think about it and and I try not to feel guilty about taking those breaks because again in an average working environment if you were working in an office people would come by and chat to you they'd distract you for days (laughs) so I think you need to give yourself a break of like yeah, maybe if you have just finished tidying the house and you're not feeling super mo- motivated, have that little break first and then get into it and, and enjoy yeah. your space, enjoy your nice, like, you know, clean space. space and then yeah. <laughs> get into it. It's, yeah, I think I think there's a lot of pressure to, to like, keep uh, keep everything nice and, and, and neat and then you don't even enjoy it because you're too yeah. stressed out or, yeah. But it's interesting know. what you mentioned about staying at your desk to you know, that pressure of, I need to be working right now. Mm. I personally, I'm super good with that. If I'm not, if I can feel that I'm not, it's not going anywhere. I'm mm-hmm. not inspired or I've done what I needed to be done. And now I'm just sitting there. I'll just go and do something else. Like, yeah. I don't, Cause it, well, that's don't stay really, on there. Again, that's really nice to hear. Because I think there is that thing of, yeah, I, de- I definitely struggle with that, that fear of not having enough to do or being like, right, what can I do right now to give myself like the best future I guess yeah. like what are my next yeah always be proactive because be? we have to be so proactive but, but I think also... this job is unlike a lot of others where that um creative spark as the person asking the question is something that can kind of wane and it, it's not always like something that's always on and sometimes you can't even control when that happens so it's like of course you're not gonna have a nine to five of being creative every day like it just isn't going to work like that and you know if it does work for you like that that's incredible but it's not realistic to expect that of yourself especially if there are other things that you're have you're having to do um in your own environment so yeah yeah definitely okay let's do another question so this question is quite interesting as well it's about pattern design so she asks 
I currently make all my patterns in Procreate. It served me well and it hasn't been an issue yet for clients, but I am always telling myself I should be using Photoshop or even Illustrator, the latter of which I don't know how to use. Am I overthinking or should I really think about using one of these programs? Well, I personally don't use Procreate because I don't have an iPad and I love using Photoshop and I studied graphic design so I know all these softwares really well. <laughs> and I and I think this is also about, I think the main thing to remember is what's best for your process and the way you create, what's the smoothest. Like you mentioned, you can't really use well, you said, I think, Illustrator you can't use. You probably can use a little bit of Photoshop. But if you're really good on Procreate, that's great. And like you said, clients don't really mind. If it's mind. not an issue for a client, then no. yeah, it's kind of a... I think... So it's it's an interesting question because I was talking to a graphic designer that I met, like a friend of a friend recently, and he thought all Illustrators were on Procreate now. And I was like, no, I use Photoshop. And I know a lot of Illustrators will use Photoshop or yeah. and or Illustrator, depending on their style as yeah. well and or what they like. I don't find Illustrator really, what's the word, intuitive? Yeah. When it comes to yeah. drawing, you can't really draw on it. It's not, no, you, you know. No, you kind of got, it's quite mathematical when yeah. I look at how people it's make like, it. I think it's incredible, it's, but it's, it's really cool, but it's a different process almost mm -hmm. to procreate or Photoshop, which I think are very similar because mm -hmm. you're drawing and it's, you know, it's an image, it's not vector. But clients, I think it depends. Most jobs you'll ever do, they'll need like, um, high-res JPEG or high-res TIFF, a high-res PDF. They will rarely need like a working file. If they do, it's probably it's very specific and it's something you talk about in the contract or anything. But I've never had issues, but I've had times where clients were like, can we have an Illustrator file because we want it yes, to be really I big too, yeah. or we want it to be really small or mm -hmm. whatever. Um, and then I'm, I'm lucky because my work is quite easy to transfer to, a, mm. you know, I always find ways to do it. I don't redraw it, but my my really bad technique, please people don't laugh at me, but I, because a lot of it's shapes and stuff, I'll just put them in black, mm -hmm. import them in Illustrator. Yeah. And I can't remember what the thing is called, but you can you can make them vectors at that point and redraw them a little bit so they're perfect. And so it's kind like of making easy. making a screen print out of your own work. Yeah, it's kind of like a little, little bit. Black. And uh, <laughs> it's rare I, I do feel like yes it would be great if you could have a little bit of knowledge just in case one day someone says can we have an illustrator file for this because we want to print a huge mural of your illustration and you can't do that on procreate you can't create you know you won't be able to export something huge yeah. uh, without probably breaking your ipad so yeah because that's what yeah. i was going to say there are still like drawbacks of because i so i mostly use photoshop as well but I have got an iPad, I got one last year and I've been playing around with Procreate and I'm not using it professionally yet just because I still feel like I'm, it's such a weirdly different experience. I thought it would be so similar to Photoshop, but it's, um, I am enjoying it, but it's just, it's just not the same process for me. So I need to kind of learn how to use it. But there are still some setbacks that are quite like, yeah, the, the file size thing and how um, I think you can only use a certain amount of layers and so that's all like if if they're doing pattern work then maybe that isn't an issue because you, you only need like a certain a number tile of colors or, or certain yeah. yeah a tile so you can kind of scale it as big as you want yeah so for that kind of work maybe that will be fine and I was going to also say that maybe things are changing a bit because Procreate is still pretty new and you know Photoshop and Adobe are trying to like come up with they've got Fresco which is the iPad uh, version of their kind of Photoshop style 
program and like things are trying to catch up because they know that iPads are a really accessible way for people to draw because obviously I use a Cintiq which is the drawing pad um, that you can see on your screen on a normal like PC computer and that isn't accessible for a lot of people you know it's it's a piece of like kind of professional equipment whereas an iPad is like you can use it for everything and it, it is such a great thing I think that has come out of Procreate getting more traction is that more people can find themselves getting actual work and I think that's great that they've been able to find like doing it professionally but yeah I wonder if like things will change that hopefully stuff will get more accessible and and Procreate will grow and maybe one day there will be a Procreate for like a, a desktop version of it and stuff like that I just wonder if that's how we're seeing stuff grow because it's so new at the moment uh, but right now, I guess, yeah, it's it's a tricky one where I wonder if you're doing patterns or like um, certain packaging kind of things, whether Illustrator and stuff. Do you say you don't use Illustrator at all? I guess you're always providing the artwork, not necessarily the actual like yeah. design part of Working it, right? Well. Yeah. The times I've used Illustrator recently was when I did the little nail stickers because they wanted it quite small and I was like, I'm happy to do that. Mm-hmm. And packaging that I've done as well where it's just easier if yeah. you put it in Illustrator because it's also faster to change colors I mean it depends how you organize your layers but for me it was easier because you can <laughs> select in Illustrator you can say select this color everywhere like let's say it's like a turquoise and you want to change it to pink it selects everything and change it anyway I've, I do find it easier but I want I'll do stuff in there but I won't draw directly in it it's like I need yeah. to draw I'll do my little like illustrations on Photoshop bring them in it you know so it's a bit of a funny process but I manage and that's the way I do it I think I think you still need to remember that it's all about what's easier for you to work with and you would always have talked to your client beforehand about what you need anyway so it's not like you'd be doing stuff on Procreate and then at the end they're like oh can we have illustrator files no you'd know from the get-go so yeah I do think you're maybe overthinking it a little bit yeah I'm glad to hear that it is actually that clients are happy with that because I guess I wouldn't know that from not using um procreate but I think more and more people are finding that it's like all they wanted is the artwork it's not like they need Mm. you know anything super specific yeah and it's rare that people need a huge thing yeah yeah because that's that's the main thing that's the drawback is that you really just can't make huge files and I didn't know until I started using it but yeah depending on the size of the procreate file you can't have like infinite layers you have to have a certain amount of layers and that can change from you know how big you can physically make your storage I guess but yeah that's something for me that I'm a very heavy like layer user I like lots of detail and lots of weird things on different layers and um so for me I I still haven't found the right way to, to kind of implement that into procreate yet because are you like a lots yeah. of layers person yeah. yeah definitely no yeah i love layers i know some people some artists who just have all of it on one layer really on a, on a, that's stressful oh my god oh there's another one. <laughs> oh, it's probably the same one okay wait sorry about that guys <laughs> uh, a little mouse ran across the studio and uh, we had to post a recording to try to capture it but it hid and it's still hiding. So <laughs> it could be anywhere. It's listening into our questions. Maybe it'll ask us the question next week. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's funny because we're talking about tidying and everything. But it is, I mean, oh, this no, studio is a bit. Yeah. No, I know, I know. But it's funny because it makes me think about that. 
I do not eat in this. No, actually, I do snack a lot. So, yeah. But I don't leave crumbs around for it. So, I don't know. Anyway. Okay. So, we completely lost our train of thoughts. It's okay. I think we covered that question anyway. Yeah. Yes, you're overthinking. You should be fine. But if you also feel like you want to start learning them, do it. Because they're fun and you can do a lot of things on Photoshop and Illustrator. So... Yeah, but yeah. don't feel the pressure to do it. Just do no, it if I you want to. No, I think if it's to. working for the uh, for clients, then that's incredible. Yeah. Great. Okay. Um, in my point of view, I'm creating on Instagram just to push myself and post more to create more. But I almost started speaking French there. But it's so weird what the brain does. Um, do you think that at the moment, exposures on social media helps develop the opportunities of an artist that's a very interesting question about social media and when maddie and i saw it we were thinking about the very beginning of social media and how artists and designers and creatives used it and how it's being used now and it's changed so much yeah because th the question was specifically now and it's like god it's so difficult to think about how if i was to start again from absolute scratch how different the landscape would be and how like daunting it would be I think is the word that I'm thinking of because it's just like a, a it's a different world because when we started and I'm speaking for myself here but it's just that there wasn't really a, a question of oh I'm doing this for my career I'm doing this for my small business I'm doing there was just wasn't that thing it was just I'm sharing my art because I love making art I'm doing it anyway and then that sort of created a bit of a community I suppose or at least like for me it created a, a nice bubble of like people want to see it and that makes me want to create more of it and I wonder now whether that is still a thing I'd like to think it is I'd like to think that if you were starting out people just want to see creatives make stuff and um, as long as you keep it to like I don't know it's, yeah it's such a tricky uh tricky thing to think about how it's changed now what do you reckon? There's a lot more pressure nowadays. If you were to start now compared to when we started out, everything is so professional. And I see it when I look back because she mentions it as well, like using Instagram now as a way to push yourself and create more, which I do as well. And I really use it as a diary and I try not to overthink it. Mm -hmm. But when I started out, I was even more free with what I posted. Like things have gone way more professional. Well, I've evolved, obviously, and I've become more professional, but... Things used to be less, you know, neat and more messy for everyone. Like it used to be a bit more fun. It's still fun, but now it's like everybody's on it. It's like, this is work. We know clients could see it. So it's it's so different. And I think to answer your question, I do I do think it's important and I do think it can, you know, create opportunities to be on social media and to um have a community. It obviously does because it's like the more eyes on your work the more you know chances more a chances, client will yeah. see your work or the right person will see your work so it's a bit of a balance isn't it yeah because the perspective that we're both from is that it has worked out so it's like okay so I wonder if there are people out there who'd be like oh I've just been able to like stay under the radar of, of social media and still like get a career of different stuff and maybe that's because they focused on finding other ways around it but I just think these days it's like you're not really losing anything from sharing your work and like sharing your journey as well like I don't think there's anything wrong with posting lots of different stuff to like find what you're enjoying the most and, and doing all those different kind of 
challenges and <laughs> everything like yeah. that to to find the stuff that you're excited about both like for yourself and like what you're following as well yeah yeah definitely yeah, you just mentioned um challenges because we didn't talk about it in the pattern one but the pattern challenge just started oh yeah <laughs> which is exciting because we're in february now and that's a really good example of something that pushes you to create and share your work but we also increase exposure in a way and opportunities but it's it's also about having fun not overthinking it yeah because did you start that with an idea of oh I just want to make more patterns for yourself or yeah 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 I remember when it was years ago now it's been at least like four years but I remember really precisely being probably feeling a bit of a not creative block but a bit of a slump of like oh I don't know and wanting to do more patterns and then thinking, oh, I should make myself a list mm-hmm. and then post every day and create patterns. And I remember Mike saying, oh, you should open it up to people because m- people might want to do it with you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I was like, well, maybe you think, <laughs> I don't know. And uh, I really didn't think about that's You know, it came more from me being like, I'll write a list for myself and do it. And then, yeah, I was like, you know what? Yeah, I will open it to everyone and people it really resonated and yeah like doing it now with me so it's really cool yeah because there's lots of those sort of challenges on I mean you could probably find one for every single month of the year by now like you could be posted (laughs) but I do find them pretty inspiring I mean I'm not taking part in this well I say that I was like oh I'm not going to take part in this pattern challenge and now I'm seeing everyone's really lovely illustrations come out I'm like oh maybe I will do so getting FOMO (laughs) but because of my style change it's like oh I need to figure out what that means in terms of patterns yeah, well, but that'd be cool. That'd be a fun it's a challenge. challenge. You yeah. need to see how it works with your new yeah, style. Definitely. Um, so that's something I'm thinking about. But I was thinking about um like Inktober is obviously a very classic one. Every October yeah. you try and draw something every day. I think that's generally the rules. I mean, originally it was ink drawings, but now it's just opened up to everything. And um, yeah, that's definitely so had... many challenges. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> there's every kind of thing. But I do think that's a good way of if you're wanting to like push yourself into like making more but it feels a bit like overwhelming then yeah finding a kind of niche challenge to put yourself into those kind of because it's like setting up little briefs and that's what I really liked about that pattern challenge before because it's so direct it's so obvious that like you're making patterns and that shows that you could make patterns for clients mm-hmm. and for things and, and putting them into the the templates as well like that was yeah 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 it's such a good idea it is really fun and I love seeing how everybody just interprets the prompts differently mm-hmm. and yeah it's a really good exercise so basically yes we think that you know posting on social media does increase your exposure and I think you should keep doing it I know you're doing it the person asking the question um (laughs) and also I also know she does a lot of challenges which is great so keep going with that okay last question I mean two two questions in one yes we've got two questions in one here one very important one at the end so this is a really fun one though what would you two be making creatively if money wasn't an issue and I don't know if you remember last episode I couldn't even answer what I'd do if I won the lottery Oh, yeah. Oh, you need to tell me. Have you been thinking about this? Honestly, I've been thinking about it maybe every day, just being like, what would I do? Yeah. (laughs) And I was thinking about bringing in like a a specific plan of like, right, if this, but no, honestly, I think the reason I found it so hard to answer is because that money would be quite like fleeting and it needs to be something quite impulse and like fun to do with it, right? That is the fun answer. So maybe a swimming pool. 
Well, you'd make you'd build yeah, one in your garden maybe or build something? a swimming pool or in my garden. Well, you'd need a new house, right? Do you have no? Space I've got a big you've enough. You've got enough. I know a big flex. Oh wow! <laughs> I, need, I need to come to you. Not house. got anything else in it, but <laughs> it could be big enough for a swimming pool, a small one. But yeah, I think because I love swimming and to be able to do that every day, and yeah, I think would would be amazing. And also give to Great Ormond Street Hospital. That's the oh. other nicer way to. <laughs> Because they saved my life once. And I've always said, and this has been from the very beginning, I was like, if ever I come into a lot of money, that's what I'd do. I'd give it to to them. Not all of it, but some of it. But this question, I saw, I immediately thought of a million answers. So it's just funny how when I couldn't think of like an unrealistic thing, but when it comes to this kind of thing, I'm like, oh yeah, there'd be so many things creatively that I do. So I have a little list if you're okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, So the first thing, which is probably the most realistic thing, but also it's like, okay, is um, I would want, I'd want to do comic books because for me, it's like, that's, that's something that's obviously a possible thing. It's what people can possibly do even without a large sum of money but it's something I've always wanted to put my time into comic books are one of those things that is a full-on like project of you're self-directing you're making every part of the story you're doing everything yourself and it's just like I really want to do that one day and maybe I will if I have have the opportunity to but I just think it's something that if money wasn't uh, a thing at all I wouldn't be spending my time like looking for other projects and finding little bits I'd be that's like a big project um, and then the other one or the other sort of kind of combination I guess is I'd love to be making more films and like animation I have been able to do like uh, art direction for two stop motion animations which were two of my favorite jobs ever it's I think it was such a fun thing to be able to do and like making models and making stuff physically, I think is something that I think monetarily wise, like that's the thing that has stopped me from doing that is because materials cost money and then you're, you've just got a bunch of stuff in your house. So I'd love to get into like proper model making and like create characters and things for, for animation. But it's something that, yeah, I think without that backup of money, I think it's a difficult thing for me to focus my time on. Mm-hmm. That's how I took it anyway. I was like, oh, what would I do if I really did have the time in the world to do stuff? Because that's what money is, right? It's like you're trying to find a way to like have as much free time as possible. Yeah. What would you do? I'm so excited to hear your answer. Have you got one? I do. Um, There's a lot of things actually, but the first, I think now hearing you talk about it, I get more ideas in my head. Mm. But I think the first thing when I read the question, I was like, well, I would just paint all the time or just draw mm. all the time and just just do that and not worry about anything. But I feel like that's already what I do, so I'm really lucky. Um, but otherwise, I think, because yours are a bit like dream projects as well. And I think what I've always wanted to do, but I will do it. So also that's the other I thing. Know, I feel like, you know what I mean? It's like yeah. what he's asking is kind of like, a dream situation where money doesn't hit, you know, we've got loads of money, so then we can do whatever we want. But I feel like a lot of my ideas for this, they will happen eventually. So, you know, I really want to do like a swimwear brand, like a sustainable mm-hmm. swimwear brand. Mm-hmm. And obviously I design cool patterns for it, but it's about other things as well. But that's something I've not been able to do because it needs so much money at the beginning yeah. to do it. And then photography and film as well, I do love. And I feel like I'd be making loads of like films and if I had budgets. Because that's the only thing, it'd be money to pay people to work that's with. That's the know other what I mean? thing I think about as well. It's not it's just like, materials, it's like On your own, you can people. kind of do anything, can't you? But 
I would love to have, yeah, the opportunity to pay people fairly to do do the stuff and then it's like wow you could really do whatever and I think that's why film was the first thing I thought of a film or stop motion animation because it's like that really does need a team and I'd love to be able to just pay really talented people to make that stuff and and animate and for me to come up with the designs of it that would be my dream and I've been pretty lucky with them being able to like do some of that at least I think that's what Mm. I was going to say to you where I was like actually when I was thinking of these things they don't even seem that completely out of reach Mm -hmm. so it's like is there anything that really I couldn't physically do because you can do these things I guess but it's just the time that it takes and then it's the risk I think that's the biggest thing I was thinking about was like the reason I stop myself from doing stuff is because there might be a risk of it not earning me enough money to then keep going or and also it's just hard to have stuff fail and um so for like the comic book idea it's like well I could literally start that there's nothing Mm. stopping me from literally putting in the hours and like doing evenings and doing whatever and, and making it happen but I think it's just that fear of it, like me spending all that time and then it's still not working. Whereas for some reason, when I think about it with no money involved, I'm like, oh yeah, well, that doesn't matter because I can just go on to the next thing and it, and it doesn't have, a, have an impact. It's an interesting question. But yeah, for me, definitely first thing was painting. Painting, yeah. yeah I think that's what I want to do eventually. I just want to make my own art and make money that way. It's it's doable. But obviously I need a lot of play time and practice over the mm. years. But yeah, that's probably the one thing. Okay, last question. I'll, I'll let you uh, ask <laughs> And it. this is the, you know, it's the most the, important question. The same person asking another question. Very important question. Yeah, the kind of question that we would love to get more of. <laughs> yeah. um, what do you have for breakfast usually? I'm brown flakes with blueberries, muesli or toast. Oh my God, is that what bloobs <laughs> Yeah, sorry. Because it says I'm brown flakes with bloobs, muesli and toast. Auto story. Uh, yeah, end. I'm assuming it means blueberries. Okay, you'll have to tell us. Is that is that a thing in English? You said blue. No, it's of, not. It's a... Well, I guess blue. Okay, because I think reading it, it sounds like boobs. So I was like, <laughs> I'm Bronflex with boobs. So I was like, okay, cool. <laughs> okay, what are you, Maddie? What was the question usually? Well, yeah, because I change up my breakfast every now and again. But recently I have been having like a rye bread, like that kind of Germanic thick uh, bread with peanut butter and a little bit of maple syrup because I'm addicted to sugar. <laughs> peanut butter plus. But yeah, but peanut butter on itself because we have that really it's like salty, but, isn't it? Yeah, we have that basic peanut butter that's literally just peanuts and oil blended. That with the rye bread is pretty tough on its own, so I'm like I just need something to just, you know, make it a little bit sweeter. So that's what I've been having for ages. Although this morning, because I was like all ready to answer that question, like, yeah, that's such a healthy, like good breakfast. Well, apart from the maple syrup part. Okay. Yeah. No, no, it kind of is. Rye bread is good and it fills me up. That's the main thing about it. It's like, there's so many breakfasts. What do you drink with it? Uh, Usually coffee. Yeah. Coffee with oat milk. Um, Joe makes a nice coffee. So we have that in the morning. And yeah, this morning I had teddy bear crumpets. (laughs) Teddy bear crumpets. I need to know more about this. Would um, River like that? Yeah, she would. I mean, they were on offer in Audi and they're literally, and what they sound like, they're crumpets in the shape of teddy bears. And I was like, that's way more fun than the average crumpet. So I had that with, you won't believe this, peanut butter and, <laughs> maple, syrup. and maple syrup on it because I don't have anything else. Um, and it was really good. Nice. Crumpets do not fill me up though. They're pretty like pretty Quite airy yeah. yeah but what do you have well I found it a hard question because <laughs> I do I really change it up 
all the time. Okay, so winter and summer would be different. Oh, this is really hard because I do <laughs> change. I'm funny. I'm funny so with far. food. I mean, funny in the sense that I, I get, I like to try a lot of things, but mm. um, I mostly have a hot chocolate, but I do it with my really nice kind of frother. Mm. So what I do is I froth the milk. So I do that. So it's like a very frothy hot chocolate. Mm-hmm. And I'll kind of eat the foam of it first, <laughs> yeah. okay, until it gets to just the hot chocolate. So that's the first part of my breakfast. But while this is happening, if I have good bread, then I'll do a few, like a couple of toasts with like butter, mm-hmm. a little bit of like the powdered chocolate on top because it looks pretty. And I will dip it in there and eat it because yeah. I'm a French person. I like to dip bread in things. I mean, mainly in, in that. But yeah, but then recently, sometimes it'll be like Greek yogurt with almonds and honey or sometimes it'll be a wrap or it'll be like an avocado. Like, I don't know. It's really weird. It really depends on my mood. Yeah. But mainly it will be a hot choc with I remember you telling me that or the, just first, hot choc the first time we met bread. and I'm like, that sounds such a good breakfast. I want that breakfast. I've it's never just had... a hot choc with and it oat milk as well, yeah. Is that like a... A French thing, do you think, uh, hot chocolate for breakfast? Maybe. I don't know. Yeah. I think I don't drink coffee and I don't yeah. drink tea. And I do like a hot, like a, a warm thing and I just love the foam. Like I won't have it if it doesn't have the foam. Like I want to be mm. eating the foam. Yeah. And if there's no chocolate, then I'm devastated and I'm I'm sulky for a while. Do you have a I'm brand like, of hot mmm. chocolate? Not that you want to Yeah, yeah. Sponsor. It's, um, <laughs> what's it called? It's like the organic. Yeah, yeah. Because I'm very specific as well. Is it Blacks? Organic black. Oh yeah, it's like I a know brown brand. kind of yeah. brown like book. Not, I mean, it's a round box. Yeah, you can tube. Round, yeah, tube. Oh yeah, that's the only one. I'm running out actually. I need to buy more before <laughs> I get sulky at breakfast. But um, and did you say the kind of bread that you have, or is it any? any I like kind good of bread, bread, like, like from the toast. bakery. I've had it with like rye. You know, like I like rye vitas mm-hmm. for snacks and stuff. Mm-hmm. I can I can do it with that. But then it gets funny when you dip it. Mm. And the thing with bread is it works well but obviously you want to coat your bread in a way that it fits in the cup you're using anyway it's math you know you're you know it's early but you're like doing this right yeah um and it's really funny because we'll like river will have breakfast with us obviously and she has her faces where she likes hot chocolate and there was a point where we'd do a breakfast but she'd see me with my stuff and she'd be like i'm the same Mm. and um she didn't really say that because she can't speak that well yeah Mm. but she meant that <laughs> yeah. and um yeah and so she was dipping stuff in it yeah it gets really funny so now she loves dipping bread in but then yeah. a bit you know she's a mum doing it it's like oh <laughs> so yeah that's that but again it it can change and in the summer yeah. I don't have a hot chocolate in the summer my my boyfriend has porridge every day of the winter just plain and it makes me really sad porridge just Ugh. just plain nothing yeah we in do it. that for river it's good for them though right yeah good for them good for Good for my boyfriend. Yeah, it's good for him. He's going to grow well. And then, yeah, I think he changes seasonally as well and goes to just peanut butter on toast for summer, I guess. I don't really like peanut butter. Like, you know, it's not, I don't know. Mm, I, I'm not a huge peanut butter For a long fan. part of my life, I only ever had butter on toast, like yeah. for a really long time. And then I finally discovered that I was like, oh, wait, I actually really like peanut butter as well. And it, as I said, it's one of the things that actually fills me up because I feel like even porridge for me, I feel re- really hungry. So, yeah. I think a, a thing I do that's quite weird and I think it's quite French is I do like cheese in the morning as well. Like if mm. imagine like in the summer, if I don't have hot chocolate or if I wake up wanting cheese, I have, yeah, like cheese and bread. Or... Yeah, because that's a, like a cheese croissant or something is a, yeah, a continental. Cheese croissant are just crazy. That's not a thing you find <laughs> is it in not France. A thing? No. Mm. Croissant is meant to be sweet. So, you know, normal like butter. Or... Even the chocolate ones, we don't really have that. But it's more like I do love bread and cheese and... um. 
I'll have cheese at any time of the day. I don't mm. I don't think, oh no, it's like 6 a.m. I can't have cheese. I like, wish no, I, I'll have cheese. Yeah, I wish I was someone who wanted a savory breakfast because I'm aware that any breakfast I have is usually sweet. Mm. But I really can't think uh, as do a Do you know like, like avocado on toast? Or? I do, but then having an avocado every day wouldn't be Well, not every house. day, yeah. <laughs> no, that, that's what I'm saying. Sometimes it changes, you know? Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's... I oh, do, oh, as a treat, yeah. I forgot to tell you, the other day I got, probably because of Riri, I got into these like um, chocolate stars. They're like gluten-free. They actually have loads of sugar. I thought they were like healthy, but they're not. But I had like a few days where I was liking my chocolate stars, cereals. With, oh, like, like a just little cereal. Milk, like, called, mm-hmm. Yeah. That's like, and then I'm like off it. I get really bored of cereal way too quickly and my boyfriend will tell everyone annoyedly that, yeah, like I'll, I'll never finish a whole like box of cereal because by the end I'm like that's over it now yeah 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 yeah. because I like the concept of it when you see it in the store and then you're like "Mm, actually although I was on Weetabix for a really long time actually that was my Mm. kind of fixation because once I get into a routine of it that's quite good for me I feel like it's good that I can just have a same thing and I kind of have the same thing for lunch as well so and then or do you like to have a routine for food then yeah I think so do you have the same thing for lunch all the time not all the time like it'll usually be either leftovers or pitta and hummus that's kind of my (laughs) I mean I love I love hummus with any kind of cracker or pita or bread but when I do that, I know it's not good. Like, I know I sh- that's not a real meal. You know, I'm like, oh, this is a snack. <laughs> <laughs> it's a real meal. You know what I mean. No, it's, but I know, I know, I think, yeah, it's really interesting. So, yeah, funny question about breakfast. Yeah. <laughs> got really random answers. Yeah, and tangent um, of breakfast. But definitely get, like, a milk FOMO if you like hot chocolates because it makes all the difference. Mm. It's amazing. Yeah, I really want to try that it's now. really silky. I'll make you one. Even though it's like 12. <laughs> yeah. It'll be your lunch. Break. Yeah. Yeah. With Lumis and Peter. <laughs> oh, well, this was really fun. Yeah. Thank you so much for sending some questions in. I think we need to remind you how to do it in case you've forgotten or you, you've you just listened to this and you want to ask a question about anything. Um, you can ask us about dinners, where we like to eat. <laughs> Uh, what position we sleep in I don't know all the very interesting things yeah. um, but yeah so you've got to go on mimiforcreative.com and once you get on there you'll see a little illustration that Maddie did of us you click on there and you should be able to enter your question in a little pink box so yeah we'll um, answer the next questions a couple of weeks yeah to release on Mondays every other Monday yeah, we love having all the different types of questions. So, yeah, keep them coming. And yeah, it's really fun for us. Okay, thank you and um, see you soon. See you soon. Bye. Bye. Bye.